Hello, hello. Welcome to the I Hit Drums, a beginner's guide podcast with me, Mark, your teacher for this series. Today we're going to start applying some eighth note rest to some grooves and get you started on your next piece, Oh Yeah. If you've ever seen piano music, you'll notice that there's two lines of music, one for the right hand and one for the left hand, each line containing its own notes and rests that don't affect the other line. Drum music is often written in a similar way. On page 37, you'll see an image of a simple drum beat with two separate zones. There's the cymbal zone and the drum zone. Just like in piano music, each of these zones can contain its own rests and notes that don't affect the other zone. What this means in practice and with the following key grooves that we're going to look at is that whenever we have an eighth note rest in the drum zone, it's not going to affect the cymbal zone. So for all of these following grooves, we're going to continue hitting the hi-hat on every eighth note count. So let's take a look at key groove one on page 38. Many of the drum beats that we've played up to this point have had a bass drum on beat three. In KG1, this isn't the case. What we have here is an eighth note rest on beat three, which means the next note can happen on the and of three. So in this case, the bass drum is essentially nudged on to the and of three. What is quite often the case within drum notation is that if you have an eighth note on its own, in this case, the bass drum on the and of three, it's usually because it is on an and position and you'll often see an eighth note rest before it. So if you have a quick scan of key grooves two, three, and four, you'll see all of these have an eighth note on its own and all of those eighth notes are on an and position. Knowing this can help you figure things out with a little more ease. But before we get onto those other key grooves, let's have a go at key groove one at 40 BPM, and we're gonna play this four times through. Ready? Here we go. One and two and three and four and. So a slightly different feel to that groove. We're very used to that bass drum often landing on beat three, but when it's on the and of three instead, and we have those two hi-hat hits before it, it creates a slightly different feel to the groove. Now let's take a look at key groove two. This groove is very similar to key groove one, only we're adding an extra bass drum to the and of two. Here we go. One and two and three and four and Okay, now we're on to key groove three. Key groove three again is very similar to key groove two, 
only this time we're adding another bass drum to the AND of 1. So we have several bass drums here landing on AND positions. Let's give it a try. Here we go. 1 AND 2 AND 3 AND 4 AND So the last three grooves have been adding an extra bass drum each time. Key groove 4 is a little bit different. This time it's not the bass drum that's changing, it's actually the snare drum. On beat 2 you'll see there's an 8th note rest, and then on the AND of 2 you'll see there's that single 8th note on its own, but this time it's the snare drum. Up until now, any groove that you have played has had a snare drum landing on beats 2 and beats 4. This is the first time the snare drum is moving. So again, this has quite a large impact on the feel of the groove. Let's try key groove 4, 4 times through at 40 BPM. Here we go. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and... Now we're on to key groove 5 on page 39. The snare drum's back in its usual place here on beats 2 and beats 4, but this time we're actually finishing the bar with the bass drum and then starting the bar with two bass drums. So this is going to give you the effect of three bass drums in a row as you loop that around. And we still have that eighth note rest on beat 3. Let's give it a try at 40 BPM. Here we go. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and Now onto key groove 6, this one begins the same way as key groove 2, only the end is quite different. What we have here in the last two hits on beats 4 and the end of 4 is all three things together. So we have the bass drum, the snare drum and the hi-hats all landing at the same time. This is known as playing in unison. Make sure that when you hit these three things at once, they are in fact all landing at the same time. What we want to avoid is like a splatter of sounds all happening at slightly different moments. So let's try key groove 6 at 40 BPM. Here we go. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and...
Okay, so once you've covered all of those key grooves and you're feeling really confident with each of them, see if you can play through all six one after the other. Once you're able to do that, it's time to have a go at the piece. Oh yeah. Most of the grooves in this piece you've already worked on by working through those key grooves, but there's still one or two to watch out for. For example, the last bar on the first page on page 40. This finishes with two hits on the snare drum, so make sure you don't mistake that for two hits on the bass drum. Although you're used to seeing that group of two hits on a bass drum position, if you look where the position of the dot is, you'll see that's actually the snare drum position. So you're going to get two snare drum hits in a row. But something to be even more wary of is the very first bar. What we have here is that semi-breathe rest. So it's taking up the first four beats of that bar, or the entire bar. So when you try this with the supporting audio, you're going to get the usual counting of one, two, three, four, and then you'll need to count another bar before you start playing. The final bar of this piece is key groove six, the one with the unison hits. So as you approach that last bar of the piece, get all of those three hits landing in unison, all together. To access the supporting audio for this piece, follow the link in the book on page one. I would love to see some people playing through Oh Yeah, so why not use the hashtag IHitDrums on Instagram so I can check out how you're getting on. If you would like some feedback on this, you can drop me a message on Instagram by going to IHitDrums or by contacting me on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash IHitDrumsUK and for a small fee, you can send me a video of your progress and I'll respond with my own video giving you some input and instruction. If you would like a bit more guidance though, you can get in touch with me about online lessons. These can take place anywhere in the world using Skype and Zoom, providing that the time zones make sense. Next week we're going to take our stick control up a level and start looking at paradiddles. Until then, enjoy! I Hit Drums, a beginner's guide can be purchased through Amazon as a paperback or as an ebook through Amazon, iTunes and Kobo. Just search for I Hit Drums, a beginner's guide.